AD comes to speak to us, I just pray that you would bless him, that you would give him clarity of mind and clarity of word, and that uh, your word would be spoken tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Nigel. Thanks, Ben. You'll just, um, just chat amongst yourselves for just a sec. I've just got to get something set up just here. That'll be good. Alrighty, so welcome, welcome tonight. Um, so I'm, I'm speaking again tonight. It's quite funny when um, you get kind of asked to speak, you kind of think that it's going to be a message for everyone else, but I kind of figure that maybe the message is probably more aimed at me tonight. So um, just going to bear with me as I go through some self-help therapy. Um, but what we've done is we've managed to um, secu- uh, secure um, something that's quite dangerous. That's why I've got it in my black box. Um, and it's one of the things that we can all kind of get access to but it's probably one of the most dangerous things that we can have. So it's quite cool that we actually managed to snare it tonight. Um, didn't ask permission from Simon, so that's okay. Uh, it's all good. So what I would like to do is I'd like to kind of uh, get this out and, and show you what we've got in here. Um, just be aware that uh, you yeah, don't do this at home. And for the people listening on the podcast, this is going to make no sense at all because you're not going to see what I'm about to do. So wait a sec. I'll just kind of, I need one of those Madonna mics. But I, I can't do that. I know, I can ask my lovely wife to come and hold my microphone for me. Round of applause for Jenny. Here she goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. Do you hold that one? Very good, okay. So, um, so what we've got, I've just got to put on these, um, these gloves uh, for, for several reasons, um, because they look really cool. That's good. That's lovely. And the next one, very good. So what we've managed to, to do, De- Jen has used a few contacts to get uh, the most dangerous thing in the world and it's in my little box here. So I'm just going to break it out. Uh, just bear with me. I really hope I don't need to use my teeth to open this up. There we go. Yeah, beautiful. Right, so... Um, and unfortunately, this thing in here is quite accessible to all of us, but sometimes we don't quite use it appropriately. So... This is a tongue. Uh, so really, this is the most dangerous thing in the world. So those on the podcast, I've now got a giant tongue out here. I'll just whack it down on the table. Right. Um, it's beautiful. So this is, a, this is a tongue, and we can use the tongue to be positive or negative. And, and every one of us has got a tongue in our mouth. Possibly not this big, even though if you know my daughter Hannah, you'd probably say, yeah, it's pretty close. But um, so... <laughs> So this is, a, this is a tongue, and we can use the tongue to be like positive or negative, and we've all got one, and it's our choice about how we actually use this. Um, please, please enjoy the dip tonight, because we actually got two tongues when we first ordered this, so um, it might taste a bit funny, but my goodness, it's great. Um, if you do want to do any tongue soup afterwards, please come and see us. Let's put it back in my box. Can't wait to use this box, because I do training in schools, and I actually use this box in schools, but I hope it doesn't stink after this. Very good. I'll just pull my gloves off. Thank you. Wait a sec. You're doing very well, Jen. Yeah, great. Yeah. If I move around a bit more, does it make it easier? No. There we go. Done. Right. Cool. So there you go. You can now, you can now say I went to church. No, you can leave that there, Jen, because I'm going to put some more stuff on it. Cool. The thing with our tongue, though, is, um, is that we can say words very, very quickly, and their impact can be very, very long-lasting. Um, and we live uh, in a world where we can say things very easily online or face-to-face and we don't realise the impact on it. In our lifetime, you'll speak just over 201 billion words um, from go to woe. You'll probably know some people that will way go over that uh, just because <laughs> they're, 
uh, Sue Thompson. So you'll probably find that uh, the way in which uh, you use your words can be positive or negative. Um, and the funny thing is, we all kind of um, have the power to speak light or speak darkness into situations depending on how we actually use our tongue, which is quite an amazing thing. And what I've found is that uh, the way in which we speak can either bring light to a situation or it can also bring oh, click, there we go, darkness to a situation. And obviously, um, we are the ones that control that and we are the ones that say things. Um, but often we're not mindful enough about what we're saying and a comment that could be kind of seen as positive and funny can actually be quite dark and hurtful for other people. Now, the whole idea of, of speaking well and speaking um, in the way in which God would like us to speak is a bit more than the old positive power of positive thinking. So if you look at sort of the whole lot of stuff about if I speak the right things into being, this is what's going to come to me. So if I, every morning if I get up and speak words of positive affirmation, this will come to being and that's the way I'm going to grow up and be. So I've been doing that for a moment, for, my, for a long time, for my um, elite phys- figure skating that I want to be involved in. Um, every morning I get up and say this mantra, I'm going to be a phys- figure skater, I'm going to be great. Um, but I haven't got there yet uh, because mainly I've got no attributes to be a, phys- uh, a figure skater. And no matter how much I actually speak those words into the atmosphere, they actually don't align with what God wants me to do. So sometimes we kind of can use the whole, the whole thing of that power of positive speaking and stuff like that. Um, but I believe that um, everyone can say positive statements. However, as a Christian, we've been given a new heart by God, which means our positive statements can actually reflect what God's thinking as well, which is slightly different from saying positive thoughts all the time. And we have the, the opportunity to bless or curse people with the way in which we speak. Um, now, sometimes the whole idea of blessing and cursing, you kind of think, oh my goodness, it's a bit kind of horrible and what are we thinking? Um, it's, it's more than, more than this, um, the blessing and the cursing. It's actually speaking stuff to people that they take on board or speaking things into situations that take on board that don't reflect the glory and grace and forgiveness and love of God, which is slightly different from just speaking positive about things because you're actually speaking against people and the funny thing about all this I'm flicking through my slides quite quickly here is that the whole idea of blessing people or speaking things or speaking words of blessing is actually an attribute of God Um, and it's part of God's plan right at the beginning to speak a blessing into people but bless humanity and bless us because right in the beginning in the Bible he says this then God blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply and often we look at that second bit of the be fruitful and multiply and forget about the first bit where God said and God blessed them. So speaking that blessing over humanity, God's actually said, you know what? I'm happy and this is exactly how I want stuff to be. Go and live and live life to the full. Now we've got a perfect role model in this in in the name of Jesus because Jesus was a role model that um, led the way of what we should do. And he said we should do the same things that he did. And in his name because of him we have also the authority to bless others and when we bless in Jesus name the Holy Spirit comes because we are reflecting something that the Father's done inside our heart so when we actually speak a blessing on someone we're actually actually speaking words from God into a situation now the trick of this is is that um, often our, our mouths do not reflect those things and we can say things quite flippantly and quite quickly that can actually bring about um, hurt 
uh, and pain to other people. And we really need God to help clean our mouths, so to speak, um, so that when we do speak, we're actually speaking things that are in line with him. Now, the strange thing about this is we live in a culture in Australia which um, has a sense of humour that is quite sarcastic and quite funny. So what we'll do is we'll pay someone out, we'll tease someone, and we go, yeah, that's really cool, and everyone's giggling along. But if you take a step back, your sarcastic comments are actually quite mean and can be quite cutting. Um, and when you say things like that, you might be making a joke of one of your friends standing in a group and everyone giggles and your friend giggles as well. And you think to yourself, well, that's okay, everyone's laughing, it's, it's fine. But you haven't given your friend an opportunity to actually react properly because if they got upset and called you on it straight away, they're not going to do that in front of their friends. So you've got to be careful uh, how we speak to each other. Now, for me, um, I've always had a bit of a dry sense of humour um, that's been can be quite targeted. And I used to do a whole lot of stuff in schools where we used to do plays that were um, kind of, the, they're basically meant to be political plays that looked at things that were funny and you make fun of things, situations that were happening. And often we would then grab what was happening in the school and make a bit of a joke about it um, and everyone would giggle. So in one of these plays we made a joke about a kid, let's call him Brenton, um, and it was quite a witty line. But uh, so in the beginning of the play something went on and someone made this funny line about Brenton who was in a different year level. Um, and the whole school giggles away and it's all really fine and fantastic like that and we kind of got to the end of the play and got a round of applause, it was terrific. And then I got a phone call from Brenton's mum, let's call her Pam, um, and she said, oh, look, I hear, heard about your play today. I said, oh, thanks very much, yeah, that was really good. And she said, oh, I'd just like to thank you for um, destroying the five years that we've just put into Brenton's life to give him a positive uh, outlook. Um, thanks. What are you going to do? And then she hung up. So for me, that was a, a, a big slap in the face of really watch what I say and what I do because it has a massive impact. So for the next four years of Brenton's life, I spent as much time as I could trying to rebuild the damage I did in one line inside a play. So how many times have you said something to someone in jest um, and um, thought it was funny? Or even what have you said behind people's backs? Because often we'll make friend fun of people when they're not around because that's what we do, because we're Australian and that's funny. Um, but is that the most appropriate thing? Is that actually speaking the life of God into a situation or is actually speaking a, a different um, spirit into a situation? And the funny thing is, um, out of our same mouth, we can actually have praise and cursing. Um, and in, in the book of James, it says this should not be. So it's one of those things where we need to grow in maturity and actually respond in a way that we really should. The other thing we can do too is actually ask the Holy Spirit about what to say to people. Spend a bit of time before you fly off the cuff, before you say something, and just, just, just wait on God to say, look, what shall I say into this situation? Um, what words can I say to encourage um, it also says in the Bible, uh, it talks a little bit about in James again, um, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And complaining repulses the, the kingdom of God. Thankfulness attracts the kingdom of God. So when we are being uh, negative and complaining, which is probably me a lot of the time, when we complain and winter stuff, we're actually not bringing the light of God into a situation. We're actually shutting him down. Um, and it's very interesting how that can happen. The other thing too is that we uh, live in a world where we're really happy to judge people. Um, this is Judge Judy, if you don't know her. Um, so um, we can spend a lot of our time in our little self-righteous area of, of putting our kind of our measuring stick on other people and judging them and kind of rating them and stuff like that. You'll be in your head when you go to church, you'll listen to someone speak e.g. me, and you'll be rating them in your head going, what was that like? It wasn't as good as last week. Oh, it was so much better when they had videos. All those kind of things. 
But it comes back to what we say about people and true blessing describes the way that God sees people, not the way that we see them. I think we've got to look at the point of view that God's actually looking at someone through the, his eyes of his son where they are a perfect creation, they are forgiven, they are loved and they are blessed and who are we to actually judge them in a different way? Um, and it comes back to what we say about people. Um, my best man at my wedding was a, a mate of mine called Grant and Grant used to say, um, I remember we were driving down somewhere, we were driving to somewhere, but we are just going past the Blair, round, Blair Triangle there, just about to dip down onto um, Old Blair Road, and we oh, were saying something about someone and making jokes about someone behind their back, and Grant said, are you saying something that is going to build this person up? If not, why are you doing it? And the second thing he said was, would you say this directly to their face? And I suddenly thought, oh my goodness, there's a, there's a judgment here that I'm making other people and there's a, a method and a way in which I am talking which really needs to be kind of corrected. Um, we may act out um, what other people do and make jokes of what they do behind their back, but this also permeates how we see others and how we judge others and how we go through. So we've got to really be careful, I think, that um, we should look at people the way in which God does, which is with uh, the whole idea of um, through his eyes looking at a forgiven child. And... Um, and the other one too is that sometimes when we are in a situation where we get angry or frustrated, um, we can fly off the handle really quickly and say stuff to people that can be really quite hurtful. Um, where I believe God's calling us to actually bless people if they, uh, if they annoy us um, and honour them um, with our words and our actions, uh, even though they might be slightly annoying. Uh, I was in uh, a workshop the other week um, running something and I had a lady in there who I just really wanted to punch by the end of it, wasn't the best thing to do, um, because they were very annoying, they asked stupid questions, um, I'd explain something and then they'd ask me straight away what I just told them, um, you're not allowed to hit people anymore, it, it ruins training but um, it would have been fun um, and I was just getting more and more frustrated and I just r realised in my head that what I should be doing is actually thanking God for this person, thanking them that they're here willing to learn and thanking him that he's given me the ability to actually help them out and maybe I'll speak a blessing into that situation rather than getting angry and frustrated, which is really hard to do when you are under pressure. The other one which probably hits us a lot is the way in which we see ourselves um, and blessing ourselves by the way in which we perceive ourselves. Um, we have a lot of these thoughts in our heads, you know, we're not, we're not good enough, we, uh, we don't measure up to what other people do on Instagram, our, our pictures are nowhere near as good as our friends, they're having the best time ever in the Facebook world um, and then we start judging ourselves and putting ourselves down um, and we start comparing ourselves to other people and in our heads that kind of self-talk that we have keeps on going, oh I'm not as good as them, I'm not as good as them, and we start putting ourselves down but we've got to look at it from God's angle, God looks at us as a love child a person who is blessed and, and forgiven and his grace covers all, the, all our faults and faux pas and he thinks we're absolutely bonza exactly the way we are. So instead of saying to ourselves, I'm not quite as good as Fred because I haven't been on a holiday like Fred and haven't been down having the best coffee ever um, and saying, oh, I, sh I should lose another, if I'm 15 kilos lighter, I'll be the best in the world. Um, we should be saying to ourselves, God, thank you for blessing me the way I am and, and please... Uh, help me realise that I am exactly the way you want me to be um, and lead me 
um, into a relationship stronger with you, but also stronger with other people so I can actually be an influence on them. Out of Jeremiah, it says, If you repent, I'll restore that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you'll be my spokesman. So we can bless other people by the words that we say when we align with God's spirit, but also speaking a blessing into a situation rather than speaking negative, curseful type words to people. The other thing is, we can also bless our minds. And our minds are that minefield of... Um, we think all these things going through and in the Bible it talks a lot about um, being, um, being renewed in our mind and God renewing our mind and time to time we must struggle with what we think about in our heads. Uh, I remember years ago at, uh, at a charismatic conference there was a whole lot of stuff going along about these preachers about they're getting caught out with all these things they were doing dishonestly with money and this guy got up and said, um, yes I'm standing up here with all these things that are going through the world at the moment um, and you're looking at me knowing some of the stuff that probably would have been going in the background with me and you're making judgment calls and you're probably thinking, why are we sitting here listening to you? And he said, if I knew half the things that were going on inside your head, I wouldn't be standing up here talking to you. There's a lot of stuff going inside our heads that we are ashamed of and are embarrassed about um, and God wants us to purify those thoughts in that process of blessing what we're thinking about. Um, and that means that slowly but surely the mind of Christ will become our mind so we'll start making decisions and, and speaking things into situations that align with his will and his grace, not that what's filtered through what uh, our brain is doing. And that takes time, um, which can be quite frustrating. But um, the good thing is the, the Holy Spirit is exceedingly willing to work with us and bless our minds and bless our thoughts so that we become... Um, vessels of his to be able to share blessings with other people the other one is the whole idea of uh, blessing our bodies um, and in the bible it talks about a merry heart doeth good like a medicine um, it's from proverbs i love it so uh, basically it says that um, our bodies respond to those positive thoughts and those positive things that we're doing but also speaking blessings to ourselves saying i'm actually a son or a daughter of god he's absolutely bonkers about me uh, bless me, Lord, with that, that goodness and that, that, uh, that joy and you, that you have. And you'll find that your, your nature and your uh, persona will improve greatly when you have that mindset. It's interesting because um, if you go to other nations, you'll find that sometimes their senses of humour are just uh, natural and funny, but they're not aimed at paying anyone out. So when we used to work with, in Africa with a whole lot of people in Africa, uh, their humour was just hilarious, but it was never aimed at bringing someone down. It was just about being fun and enjoying the situation. And the thing that I found quite amazing is these kids that we worked with um, had nothing, but they're also the most happiest people I've ever met. So I wonder why that is. We've got everything and we seem to be uh, the most frustrated we ever are. We can also bless our families and our houses and our relationships, our marriages um, and our children. We can ask God to bless them and speak a blessing into them so that we are starting to look at situations in the way that God looks at them um, and reflecting his glory in what we say and what we do. At the end of the day, God's asked us, and it says in the Bible, that we are the salt of the earth. Um, I'm sure it was meant to say we are the chicken salt of the earth, but it's not written there. Because um, we add flavour to things. If we are using our words and our tongues and our thoughts 
to be the other way around. We're actually not adding flavour to the world much around. So it's like a bit of an accountability thing. Are we actually blessing God? Have we been hurt by the words that other people have said to us? And are we carrying that? Have um, I said things to other people that I need to go to God and say, look, I'm really sorry about this and clear that up? There are some things that we possibly need to do to, to align ourselves with, with the blessing that we have. And the other last thing is, which is something I kind of wrestle with quite a smidge, uh, a smidge meaning a lot, is um, the whole idea of blessing God. Because in the Bible, in, the, in Psalms, it talks about bless the Lord on my soul. And we sing that in a song. And when you read that, it's actually saying, bless, I'm going to bless God. So how, do you, how does that do? Um, the thankfulness of, of remembering what Christ has done for us and asking God to um, honour that and bless him for all that he's done for us is a practice that we should remember every day uh, to be thankful to what, he, what God has given us and be remembering of the goodness and the grace and the forgiveness and the love that we have. The other thing that we can bless the Lord in as well, not just only our actions and our words and our thoughts, is um, in the way in which we can give testimony to uh, something that has happened or relay something that God done, has done in our life. Um, so I'm going to ask Jim... Uh, Brown to come up and talk tell us a little bit about his story about what God has, has done for him um, in the area of this blessing type thing thank you Aidy um, got a number of testimonies going through my head at the minute but uh, I think what I'd like to say is some of that speaking to yourself thing for me has has been um, something that has been a, a problem that God is dealing with and and fixing in me um, and the way that he's doing that has been taking a long time but it's 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 on the way so the story I'd like to share well a couple of stories I'd like to share with you are um, a number of years ago I was in a Bible study and during this Bible study I had um, uh, at the very end we were praying and I had this vision of um, drops falling on the water on the ground in front of me they were falling on dry land in front of me and where those drops landed fresh new life grew up and I thought wow that's pretty cool I shared that with my people in the in the Bible study and no one had really much to say about it I said okay cool a little while later um, I was sitting in church and uh, I had that same vision during the, the sermon and it was talking about the river of life and um, I had a, a reminder of that vision again of the drops falling on the ground and life coming up. The very next day at work I was walking up from the car park up to my car at work and these big summer raindrops were falling on the ground and I was thinking hang on something's going on here um, and so I rang a spiritual friend uh, um, that night and I said this is what's happened um, do you have any insight and he said hmm have you asked the Lord about it and I said well no I haven't because I wanted to sort of ask other people and see what they what their thoughts were he said ask God so I went down and I sat down and sat out in the back deck and and uh, said God what's what's the deal here and God spoke to me and said that the drops that are not coming out of the sky they're coming out of you and we're meant to be a river of life and this is not a river and there should be a river um and so that sort of I, I guess prior to that i'd been thinking you know there's so much cool stuff in the bible that's going on why why is it not going on in my life 
So that sent me on a bit of a journey of wanting to, to know more of God. Um, fast forward probably about four years or so after that, and I got a, a, a phone call immediately getting home from work um, from my mum and dad's neighbour, um, really worried and concerned, and say, what's going on? Where, where are your parents? What's going on? There's police and there's camera crew at your, at your parents' house. And I said, I've, I've got no idea. They hung up, I rang home, and neither mum nor dad answered the phone, but the pastor did. Um, and he said, oh, there's been a terrible accident, where's your dad? And I said, oh, I have no idea. Um, he said, I need to tell you something, but I need to tell you face to face. And I said, no, you tell me now. And he said, no, 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 I need to tell you face to face. And I said, no, you tell me now. And he said, well, I'm really sorry, but your mum has died. She'd been moving the trailer and it um, took her, they're on a steep block in Stirling. Um, she'd released the brake, trying to move and manoeuvre the trailer to be able to get, uh, make a, a parking space for somebody who had just arrived. The trailer went down the hill. She tried to stop it by pulling on the brake at the front. Um, the trailer went down and, and, and crushed her. Um, she died very quickly. When I heard that news, my legs gave way. I, the grief, grief hit me like, I, like you see it in the movies. My legs collapsed. I ended up on the ground. I just could not, like my world just went, what is going on? Um, and for a number of years after that, I embraced that grief to a point where it was unhealthy for me and I was spiritually numb. I didn't know what was going on in my life um, and it was horrendous. Probably about, it took about seven years or so to the point where I thought, this is ridiculous. God, you're amazing. And I, my mum's died, yeah, I get that, but uh, um, there's, there's, there's got to be more. And um, through the course of a number of weeks, God just was... This thought was in my mind of um, there's more. So I, the name of one, two people came to my mind for me to seek prayer. And over the first week, it didn't sort of come together. A couple of weeks later, it did. And I sought prayer from these particular people. And just over here, um, uh, I said, This is what's happening. I, I don't know why I need to speak to you, but your name is on my mind. I need for you to pray for me. And they did. And when they prayed for me, this is what's happened. They, they started praying and I had, again, another vision of a metal yoke, like a, like a cattle yoke around my neck, a big metal faceted thing. And um, it disappeared. And Jesus was standing next to me with his arm around my shoulder. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty cool. After that, I had another, like, they continued praying for me and I had a sensation that this clay, this white sticky clay was over all my body and um, I was describing this to the people who were praying for me and at that point, just like what had happened when I got the news that mum had died and my legs collapsed, I just felt this power of needing to fall to get down on the ground. So I laid, laid down on the ground and I had this impression, this vision, I guess, again, of me lying in crystal clear water and this water just washing off this clay and all this grief just went. It just went. It all just went. And so I'm lying there just enjoying this, going, oh, God, thank you so much. This is just wow. 
Um, and then I just had this feeling of um, in my belly of just something rising up and I'm thinking, what is this? What is that? And then I just started laughing. And everybody had disappeared. They were all out in the foyer. They were all having a cuppa. There was about maybe a dozen people left here in the foyer. And I am absolutely cacking myself, just absolutely, just belly laughing. And people have stopped and gone, what is going on there? But something happened. And it was just this outpouring of, of God's um, cleansing, his healing, and his presence in my life. And from that point on, I have, like, God is, like, he is so for us, it is ridiculous. He loves us so much, it is just crazy. And I, I'm even now just beginning to, to understand that. But he has got so much in store for us. And those things when we're talking in our minds about you know, all this bad stuff that might tumble through your head, or things that you say to people or don't say to people, or people say to you, that can, that can either stick and become like clay, or you can allow Jesus to wash it off. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> thank you, Jim. Um, maybe next time we'll just get Jim to speak and I won't speak at all, which is fantastic. So thank you, Jim. Um, as the band comes up, I'm going to ask Jen to come and um, pray. Um, and pray a blessing because at the end of a normal church service you get the, they normally do a bit of a benediction which is kind of like sealing the service up and finishing it up but often when we can speak a blessing on people that's when God can move and start prompting us to respond and react um, and meet him to start that cleansing, start washing that clay away. So I'll get Jen to pray and then the band to sing. Well hello everyone. Just wonder if you'd like to just Close your eyes and let these words just soak into you. So it's a blessing for you. Through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, we have passed out from under the cross and entered into the blessing of Abraham, who God blessed in all things. So we bless every household represented here. We bless every person, every family, every marriage. We bless you with overflowing peace, the peace that only the Prince of Peace can bring. We bless you with the healing of all wounds of the heart, wounds of rejection, neglect and abuse that you have suffered. In Jesus' name, we break the power of all cruel and unjust words spoken over you. We bless you with good friends. You have favour with God and man. We bless you with health and vitality. We declare that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. We bless your body and we break any sickness and infirmity in Jesus' name. We bless the gifts that God has given you. We bless you with wisdom to make good decisions and to de develop your full potential. We bless the work of your hands. We bless you with success. We bless you to release God in the workplace not just to testify or model good behaviour, but to glorify God with the excellence and creativity of your work. We bless you with spiritual influence. We bless you to see people as Jesus did and does. We bless you to see, draw out and celebrate the gold in people and not the dirt. 
we bless you with a depth of spiritual understanding and a close walk with God. You will not stumble or falter, for the word of God will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. We speak to the hearts of all people who are in this community. We bless them to be open to the love of the Holy Spirit for them and to become more and more responsive to the voice of God. We bless them with the overspill of the kingdom of heaven that will enrich their lives and fill them with joy. In Jesus' name, amen.